Hi, I'm Justin Rosso, and welcome to this Season 2, Episode 2 of the Next Step Press Podcast. Today we'll be joined by Emily Adams, one of the Visual Faith Illustrators, for Ponder Anew, a hymn journal of trust and confidence. You can see Emily's artwork beginning on page 13 of that book, and after I pray you'll hear Emily read the scripture verses on page 15. Then we'll discuss those verses a little more in depth and wonder what it means to cast your burdens and anxieties on your friend Jesus, who is there to bear your sins and griefs. We'll also talk about Emily's artwork and those hands that show up throughout this second chapter, including the Big Rocks prayer on page 19. I'll read the devotion on page 16, and then I'll give you a little bit more of the backstory of the story I share in that devotion. Emily and I will talk more about that, and we'll each get a chance to share our favorite verse of the hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. We'll take a quick look ahead to chapter 3 and Emily's artwork on page 29 before we close by wondering what next step Jesus might be inviting each of us to take this week. This episode was recorded on a cool June day in Michigan. It had gotten down to 46 degrees overnight and the morning was still a little bit chilly. I'll let Emily share where in the world she is and how the weather's been in her neck of the woods. But wherever you are and whatever kind of weather you've been experiencing lately, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for joining us as we try to take a small next step following Jesus together. So Emily Adams joins us in the Next Step Press podcast today. Welcome, Emily. Thank you, Justin. Where in the world are you today? I am in Bend, Oregon, which is in central Oregon, right next to the Cascade Mountains. Oh, awesome. And what's the weather been like this spring out in Bend, Oregon? It's been gorgeous. 70s and 80s and a few storms here and there. We had some rain come through yesterday, but uh, we've really been enjoying it. Awesome. Well, hey, I really appreciate you being with us today. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, and be present with us uh, as you speak to us through these words that you inspired so long ago. Would you also inspire our hearts and open them to, to what you would have us see? Help us see Jesus in our everyday life and help us to follow him a little bit more closely. And please use this time, use this conversation to your glory and also draw us closer to Jesus, to the glory of the Father. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The first reading on page 15 comes from 1 Peter chapter 5. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. The second reading is from Psalm 55. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Amen. So, hey, Emily, as we sit with these scripture verses for today, is there anything that really kind of caught your attention this time through? 
Well, the refrain in, in both of the passages of casting your anxiety and your burden mm. on the Lord, this is just a time of, of many burdens <laughs> for so many people <laughs> and anxiety of yeah. the unknown of this pandemic and with riots going on in certain parts of the country and the world. And I think that just really speaks to so many people in this time. And uh, the answer is, of course, not holding on to those, Mm. but casting them on the Lord. Mm. Do you have a sense in your life of what it looks like to cast all your anxiety or cast your burden onto the Lord? What does that casting look like for you? Well, for me, it's obviously devoting a lot of prayer um, Mm -hmm. to God. And there are so many things that can just weigh you down. And I'm kind of a worrisome person. Mm -hmm. You you wake up in the middle of the night and you think about all the things that you didn't do that day or, oh, I forgot to do this. And and then it keeps you up for an hour Mm -hmm. or two. And so when I go through those times, I have to just tell myself, there is nothing you can do right now at 2.30 in the morning. All you can do is pray about it, you know, ask for that calmness, God's peace to enter into you and wash over you. And then in the morning, you know, tackle those problems. (laughs) I like that uh, even these verses don't pretend like the problems are magically going to disappear. Yes. Peter says, be alert and of sober mind. I mean, be be aware. Mm-hmm. This is going to be difficult. In fact, the devil's out there prowling like a lion. So you should expect there to be trouble and difficulty and anxiety and burden. Yes. It's, it's through suffering. It's not apart from suffering. So you're going to suffer even for a little while. Doesn't say how long. Mm-hmm. We don't get a timetable. But God himself will restore you. Uh, God himself who has the power to do this. He's the one who cares for you, and that's why you can entrust your your cares and burdens. I love that image of casting yes. that that burden, that taking what's heavy and weighty on you, and putting it in somebody else's hands who can carry it. I love that. I love yes. that image. In uh, in fact, that's part of what I loved about the artwork that you did in this in this chapter as well for hymn number two. The the hymn is "What a Friend We Have in Jesus." That's on page eleven. But then your your artwork begins on page thirteen. What a friend we have in mm-hmm. Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. Tell me about these hands that you've drawn there on page 13. You know, when I was looking over this verse, obviously the refrain, take it to the Lord in prayer. And what does prayer look like? And obviously, you know, there's the classic prayer hands that you mm-hmm. could do. Mm-hmm. But not everybody prays that way. And so then when you think about that line, all our sins and griefs to bear, that Jesus takes for us. And how does that look? It looks like open hands giving Hmm. it to him. And so that's where the image of the hands comes from. In my mind, I thought that was a great way to symbolize giving those to Jesus. Yeah, you can really see this dynamic of the open hands. They, I mean, they look, I don't know what your hands look like, but they look like they might be your hands, Emily. Uh, My hands aren't that slender looking, (laughs) I made them look a little nicer. (laughs) So we've we've got these hands that are petitioning Jesus and lifting up, and then those those large hands of Jesus with the the nail scars. Uh, Tell me about Mm -hmm. the nail marks in the hands there. 
Well, I just wanted to really make sure that it was clear that this is Jesus mm. taking these burdens from you. And of course, how do we, we know that he's done that was his death on the cross yeah. and the marks in his hand that symbolize, yes, I was there. I took mm. those burdens. I took those griefs and, and they're gone. Um, and so all you need to do is tell me about it and I will take them. And I can and I have. I can and I have. Those are beautiful, beautiful nail marks that remind us that he has taken our burdens to the cross. Mm-hmm. And so we can hand our burdens over to him. Uh, I love what you also, what, what you did on page 19 with this big rocks prayer. In visual faith ministry, some of the visual prayer that they do, one of their techniques is called uh, the stained glass prayer. And this is modeled a little bit after that. It's it's similar, but the big rocks mm-hmm. help us imagine a burden, what it means to, to carry a weight or to release something that we've been carrying. And, and you've got these hands again with, with the rocks. Now, you had to choose what part of the hymn to put in those banners above and below this uh, prayer experiment. How, what, what led you to choose these particular verses? Um, yeah, I was just going through the hymn again, and they just really popped out to me because you just what a friend we have in Jesus and thinking about friends mm. and can we find a friend so faithful? There's no one here on earth who can take what we have and deal with them in the way that Jesus can. And he wants to share our sorrows. Mm -hmm. And I think so often, you know, we carry these burdens and because we are in this society of self-reliance and independence, um, and we want to do it all ourselves. And Jesus wants to take that from us. But sometimes we don't remember that or think that, and we're carrying these ourselves. And so he knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. You don't have to carry it yourself. I love that. We don't have to hide it. We don't have to try to carry it ourselves. I love those strong hands that are holding this this large jar full of these rocks. Mm-hmm. I love that he's carrying it. And I actually didn't notice until just now talking to you to while I was looking at this image that these hands, I mean, obviously they're the hands of Jesus, but these hands have those mm-hmm. nail marks too. I didn't see them right away, they but do. they're there. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was just looking at this jar too reminds me of... Um, you know, we're here in Central Oregon. There's a lot of mountains. There's a lot of um, hiking opportunities, and our family has been doing that these past couple of months. And we've started on every hike taking rocks hmm. from our hikes and putting them in a jar. Hmm. And I, as the mother of two young children, oftentimes am given their rocks to carry on these hikes Uh, (laughs) and I'm so relieved by the time we get home because I can take them out of my pocket because they've been annoying me and (laughs) kind of weighing down my pockets as we've been walking and so just thinking about that putting those rocks in a jar and being relieved of that that weight reminds me of of this image and and just the burdens that we can give to Jesus and be relieved of that weight. Thanks thanks Emily thanks for that story that uh, tactile, the, the feeling the weight and then setting it down is such a beautiful mm-hmm. image of the weight that we can carry spiritually and emotionally and Jesus' invitation to place that in his nail-scarred hands. Uh, that reminds me uh, of the story of a woman. I actually shared it in the devotion, the devotion that's on page 16. So let me go ahead and read this devotion just as it is on page 16 in the book and, and share this story with you too. The devotion, all these devotions are 
take their titles from some phrase in each of the hymns. And this second devotion for our second hymn is titled, All Our Sins and Griefs to Bear. Sometimes it's hard to lay down a burden, even if you're sick of carrying it. I once met a woman who was carrying around rocks in her purse, six or seven stones about the size of a small egg. On each, she had written words, identity markers, hurtful things that her ex-husband had said to her during an ugly divorce. The stone said things like, ugly, stupid, fat, failure, or worse. Maybe writing those words gave some separation from the labels that wounded her so deeply, but not enough. When I met her, she had been carrying those rocks around every day, everywhere she went for over a year. She hated them. She wanted to be rid of them, and she didn't know how to put the rocks down. So in a dimly lit sanctuary, we approached God's presence together. We prayerfully committed her burden to the hands and heart of Jesus. With trembling fingers, she placed those stones on the altar and left them there. She walked out of the building with her head held high as if a heavy weight had been lifted. What burden have you been carrying around lately? Are you afraid to let it go? Or after all this time, have you forgotten how to set it down? Trust Jesus. His hands can hold what is too heavy for you to carry. You don't need special permission or a perfect prayer to make it work. Place your burden in the loving hands of Jesus. Then open your hand and let go. That was a really powerful moment for me when that that woman showed up. I was a I was a pastor, a parish pastor at the time, and I I come came to find out, find out later that she had been a member of that congregation years before I got there, and and eventually, 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 maybe six months later, she showed back up for worship on a Sunday morning, and and then she showed up again, and we continued the conversation. But at first, it was just that kind of drive-by experience of of a woman showing up wanting to see a pastor, and she was I mean I could tell this was really this was bothering her, this was hard on her. And I didn't want to try to like force her to get rid of these rocks because I knew this was kind of, I was beyond out of my depth in terms of, of counseling and pastoral counseling here. And uh, I didn't want to try to like force the separation because I thought that could be, it could be kind of tricky or even dangerous. But she was so anxious to let that burden down. She just didn't know how to do it. She just didn't, she wanted to get rid of it, but she didn't know how. And um, going into the sanctuary and walking up to the altar, and then praying over those rocks, and, and she was able to release them and walk away. And that really that really struck with me, I think. Um, yeah, how powerful. I think that's available for us in prayer, too, where we tend to carry these things around. Uh, I don't know if we think it's just not important enough, or we end up identifying ourselves with the burden. And if we didn't have that burden, we don't, we don't know quite who we'd be. But I think that invitation mm-hmm. to take it to the Lord in prayer is... Uh, well, what does the verse say? Uh, oh, 
Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. So uh, if there's an encouragement in this chapter and, and that I see also in your art, I think it's to not not hesitate, not kind of hold back, but go ahead and take those burdens to Jesus. And I find when I lay the burden down, I, I walk away and I find that I'm still holding it or it's still in my pocket or, you know, like how I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize I, I thought I put that down. Why am I still carrying it? So I think there's an invitation to lay it down again and again and again and as often as you yes. need to, because we're not very good at letting go. But uh, we are not. And it is so hard to let go of things. And, and, um, just a little margin artwork on, on that page mm-hmm. with the, the devotion. To, in my mind, I was thinking, let my prayers ri- rise before you as incense. Oh, yeah. And um, just the lightness that you feel when you do let go of those burdens and you are sending those prayers up to God and knowing that he will take them. Yeah, I loved that this whole devotion and that story and and the peace that that woman felt afterwards. Like you said, oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. That, I think, was the line that stuck out most to me, because mm. we do that so often in our lives. There's an answer right in front of us, and we often don't see it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, the, the end of the second verse is always important to me, too. Uh, Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Uh, I think that's such a comfort because we don't have to be like uh, spiritual superheroes. We don't have to have it all together. We don't even have to be good at letting it go or good at praying. Uh, mm-hmm. He knows our weakness so we can come to him and and, uh, and and lay that before him. And I love what yes. you said about the incense. That that really transforms that image for me on, on, on that corner, that the, the corner art on page 16. We've taken these rocks that were in, in your hands and turned them into the incense, the smoke that, that rises. It's a wonderful transformation from a weight that, that burdens and weighs you down to, to incense smoke that rises up to your Heavenly Father in prayer. Uh, that's, that's a yeah. really cool transformation. Thanks for that. Sure. Hey, uh, I love everything that we've talked about in, in this chapter, and I love this hymn. I think it's neat that the first chapter talked about friendship with Jesus, and this one, what a friend we have in Jesus, actually talks about uh, mm-hmm. burdens. I, I love that kind of transition, how they went together. And and I want to transition even to the next one. I want to look ahead just a little bit. Uh, we won't cover the whole chapter, but you did the art for chapter three as well. And so I wanted to turn yes. uh, turn the page just a little to, to page 29, because this artwork, uh, I remember when I kind of imagined what, what this faith experiment might look like, and you did a wonderful job of doing it. So would you walk me through what you did on page 29 and what's going on there and how you imagine people engaging this artwork on page 29? Sure, yeah. Well, um, you know, I was given the basic idea of, of what this was supposed to look like, and it's so funny because I've been a doodler all my life, mm. and in, in school, you know, in the margins of all my notebooks are, are drawings and doodles, and oftentimes, I would draw trees, and so this was just like going back to those <laughs> doodles in my high school notebook That's because awesome. I, loved, I loved to draw trees, and so, um, yes, each corner represents a different season, the top left corner um, is spring obviously you have the daffodils and the tulips on the ground whoever is 
coloring this can put on little buds on, on the, the leaves. Mm. Uh, and then you've got summer with a picnic and a blanket. Uh, maybe it's a, a plaid blanket oh, or yeah. a, t- a type of blanket that you have from home that you want to sort of color in there. It's really you know up to your interpretation. And then in the fall, we, we had been in Michigan for the past seven years and um, we were in Frankenmuth and there's a lot of farming around there. So we oftentimes in the fall, we're surrounded by cornfields. Mm. And so I wanted to have that image of the cornfields about ready to be harvested in the fall in the bottom right corner. And then um, just the desolate winter in the, the bottom left corner to round out the seasons. And the artist, it's up to their interpretation how they want to color those leaves. And I love that idea of just, you you get to decorate these trees. Mm. Yeah, that's neat. The, that whole, we, we go through so many different seasons of change. And I know that's one of, one of the ways the scriptures has of, of talking about our own personal spiritual growth is in terms of uh, planting and, and also growing mm-hmm. and bearing fruit. There's also seasons of lying fallow, uh, so even like vine and branches imagery, you can, you can be pruned back, and even branches that bear fruit are pruned for a time of rest and and growth. So, I think I I really I really love how this page picks up on the changes of the season that we know from our own kind of yearly cycle, but then mm-hmm. also how we individually go through these seasons of growth and change and spring and summer and, and harvest and also times of being yes. quiet and resting and not being actively engaged. I know the pandemic has been a mix of some of those for me too. In, in some ways things got canceled and taken off the calendar and I was able to uh, have a time of lying fallow. And there are other places and mm-hmm. in, in areas in my life where I was either growing or bearing fruit at that same time. So we're a mixed bag, but it's good to know that our God doesn't change in the midst of our change. Right. And that's, you know, at the center, the, the anchor to all of this is mm. God doesn't change. You know, no matter what changes we go through, he is the same. And so you have that refrain from the hymn, thou changest not. Um, And then the verse from Malachi, I, the Lord, do not change, just Mm -hmm. reminding us that no matter what we go through, God is with us and he is unchanging and we can rely on that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Emily, thank you so much for this conversation, for for being on the podcast today. Uh, Before we wrap up, is there anything that we've talked about today, that the scripture we've read, the conversation we've had, the art we've looked at, is there anything that seems to you might be a a gentle nudge on the shoulder, uh, some some invitation from Jesus to take a small next step this week today? You know, it's just... It's something that I often struggle with, and it's devoting that time to prayer. Mm. This is just a reminder that um, there are so many needless pains that I mm. bear because I'm not talking to Jesus, mm. uh, and He's right there, and He wants to listen, and He wants to take that. And so, this is just a reminder that uh, you know to really put that focus back on Him. And there's a like I said earlier, there are a lot of burdens and anxieties right now that we're facing, and um, I haven't been so good in my prayer life and need to focus on that again. 
Yeah, and to have that invitation from Jesus that he's right there and he's willing to, to receive those burdens and to carry those. That's a, what a gracious invitation. Thanks for sharing that with me, Emily. Yeah. I look at this chapter and, and I see the artwork you did with the, that Big Rocks prayer. And I think my small next step this week will be engaging that page and, and writing some of my prayer requests out there. And uh, I'm really excited to get to coloring those scars and, and seeing how they might even show up a little bit through the glass as, as if the mm-hmm. scars of Jesus might be might be both present and, and somewhat visible through your own prayer requests and burdens. So I'm, I'm looking forward to spending time in prayer on that page. Thanks for providing the artwork for that. Well, thank you for this book. I know that it's going to be a blessing to so many people. And, and these hymns just have, are so, so rich and have so much meaning for us today, too. And I, I know that it's going to be a blessing to many. Thanks, Emily. I appreciate that. It's been a real joy to talk to you today, and I am just loving going through this book with with the artists as well as the people out there in the Facebook world and and in part of the Next Step community. So thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, I can't wait to hear from you again. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it so much. Thanks, Emily. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, take care. That was Emily Adams, one of the visual faith illustrators for Pondra Anew, a hymn journal of trust and confidence. This episode of the Next Step Press podcast was made possible in part by the generous support of Next Step patrons. This season, we're recognizing all of our Next Step patrons, and this episode we're dedicating to Brandon and Becky, who just became Next Step patrons this June. Thanks, Brandon and Becky, for your support. We're so glad to have you as a part of the adventure here at Next Step Press. If this kind of content is near and dear to your heart, then we would invite you to become a Next Step patron and help us help others take a next step. Before you go today, I'd remind you that you have an invitation from Jesus to take your burdens and anxieties to Him. The scars of Jesus are present and uniquely visible as He carries your burdens. He loves to hear from you in prayer. Thanks for joining us today on the Next Step Press podcast. And we'll see you next time at Next Step Press.